WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me this morning here. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It is 832 and talking a little bit here about the opening day of Wisconsin fishing here. And I hope you get the opportunity to get out and enjoy some of the uh, beautiful fishing opportunities that we have here in the state. And I'm not overlooking, you know, Minnesota and Iowa as well. There's plenty of opportunities down there. My buddy uh, Jeff and his wife went down to uh, Iowa to do a little trout fishing and did reasonably well. I didn't see any pictures. He said they did well. So, I, I like I said, I didn't I didn't see the pictures. So, for all I know, he, you know, the only thing he caught was uh, a hole in his waders or something, I, you know. <laughs> said his wife caught some I, I think I think he said he she caught the the biggest trout that she'd ever caught, stream trout or whatever. So, uh, like I said, I haven't seen pictures, so not that he would embellish anything. But he is a Bears fan, so, you know, I, you kind of have to take him with a little bit of skepticism. So, <laughs> anyhow, just having some fun. But, yeah, no, it, it's it, like I said, it's a great weekend to get out there. And, and uh, like I said, my dad and I used to, to do this when I was a kid and um, – I certainly hope you get you've had the opportunity anyway this morning here to uh, uh, get out and do that and uh, enjoy some of that. Maybe you're planning on doing that a little later on today, but yeah, it's uh, it's a great time. And may you know, it, it, and one of the things that uh, I, I did want to talk about uh, just briefly here today was any you know is that uh, you know imagine you're out with the kids on you know this could be their first fishing trip and. Uh, you know, maybe he catches his first bluegill. You know, one of those little three inchers that you know <laughs> the hook is almost bigger than the fish. So, uh, you know, that could happen. Or maybe you know you're well, you know you're out in the boat and yeah, with the uh, with your wife or whoever or you're shore fishing, whatever doesn't matter. Um, and you pull in maybe what could be the biggest walleye you've ever caught. Nothing wrong with that. That's cool. And, of course, since you're not, you know, one of the in-fisherman crew or, you know, a photographer on one of those professional outdoor sh- fishing shows, you still want to, you know, you, you got to, like I said, when I was talking about my friend Jeff and his wife, hey, they caught some huge trout, down, but I didn't see any pictures. Yeah, you want to get a picture of that. Yes, definitely. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, you want to uh, uh, get a picture of, of uh, your son or daughter, their their first big, quote-unquote, trophy catch, in quotes. Can't really do the air quotes on radio. It doesn't really work, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun, you know. And with a little pre-planning, you know, you can make sure that you uh, you get that moment. Because, you know, that's uh, I, I still have a, a moment from, you know, uh, when I was a kid that uh, I caught a, went ice fishing and caught a bass through there. And it was a, you know, for, you know it was probably maybe a pound, pound and a half at the most. Um, but, hey, I, when I was a kid, that was a, you know, 
That was that was probably a, a five or a ten pound bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's uh, but yeah you know and and I've got a picture of that and and uh, that's that's pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty happy I still have that somewhere in one of my scrapbooks. That's that's cool. But yeah, that was that was great. You know. So yeah, you want to you want a picture of that when uh, uh, your son or your daughter, uh, your buddy, whatever gets uh, gets that big catch. So the first thing, of course, is you know having a camera along, and and I'm most you know I'm guessing that. Most everybody these days uh, can do it a couple different ways. Uh, you know, you got to have a have a camera along, you know, and you got a digital camera these days. And the beautiful thing is, if you're not a photographer, even with a digital camera, even if you got a phone, and we'll talk more a little bit about that in, in a moment here. But you know, it's like I don't want to say they're idiot proof, but you don't have to be a prof, you know professional photographer in order to take a, a reasonably decent picture. Please excuse me here. The studio is dry as a bone, and I get talking, and my throat gets dry. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, 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 you know, even if you get one of those disposable cameras, it, it takes a decent picture. Uh, you know, maybe just make sure you get one with a built-in flash, and that holds true for digital cameras and, you know, obviously phones and things like that. Uh, the thing is, the light that the flash gives off, even during the day, it, it can help fill in some of those, those dark areas, the shadows, you know, I mean, if it's, you know, imagine if it's like noon and the, the sun is high above, you know, that sun's kind of coming straight down there. Yeah. It's going to be kind of shadowy. And especially if, you know, you know, your son or your daughter, or your buddy, whatever has got a hat on, you know, that's going to kind of put some shadows on their face. That flash will fill that in. Um, and, and certainly, of course, you know, at night or in the evening as well. Plus, you know, if it gets dinged up, dropped, whatever, you know, one of those disposable cameras, it's only a couple of bucks. Um, you know, that's no big deal. So another tip for the, uh, the camera, make sure it has... Uh, you know, if you've got a, a regular digital camera, uh, make sure you've got uh, plenty of memory cards, you know, maybe a spare memory card and extra batteries as well. Uh, it doesn't do any good out in the middle of the water to be without one or the other. Matter of fact, I did this yesterday. As a matter of fact, I went to uh, uh, take some pictures, and my battery was just about uh, about dead. So I went and grabbed the backup battery that I had and, Sure enough, that was just about out as well. So I'm like, okay, well, it's good I wasn't needing something, you know, very, very important or I'd have been out of luck. So, yeah, I mean, just make sure you got plenty of batteries along as well. And the other thing, too, you know, if if need be, stash it in a, a Ziploc bag, one of those waterproof bags. I mean, they're cheap, they're, e- you know, easy, and and, hey, they work really, really well. For uh, for keeping stuff dry, and you, I mean, you, there are cameras that are waterproof as well, so you you know you don't have to worry about that as well. But um, it, 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 you know, that's that's another thing to think about as well. But some of those are a little bit more expensive. I, I've looked into those. I've got one that I bought a long time ago that was waterproof, but that was more for for work, and I had a specific reason for 
wanting something that was waterproof. You don't have to. Just to, again, just make sure that you've got maybe the opportunity to keep it waterproof. Like I said, a Ziploc bag that closes tight, that's all you all you need to stash it in. Um, you know, maybe a, if you've got a camera bag, great. But, yeah, I mean, it, something waterproof, especially there uh, if you're out on the water. Um, since, you know, a lot of us practice catch and release, it's important to get those pictures quickly as well so you, you know, you don't hurt the fish any more than necessary. You know, if you know you've got one of those picture moments uh, on the way or coming, uh, tell your buddy, you know, other parent, whoever you're with, uh, to get the camera ready. On the plus side, you can often get, uh, uh, you know, if you get the camera ready and you've got the opportunity, maybe you've got a second set of hands there, you can often get a uh, quote-unquote action picture of the fight, which is also another cool photo. Don't see a lot of those. You always see the picture, you know, the, the picture of the someone holding the holding the fish, but a lot of times you don't, uh, you know, you don't see the fight itself. Um, I've got some photos when I went to uh, Alaska last year uh, of, you know, landing the fish and everything. And it's like just some cool, uh, some cool action photos. Uh, and, and I'm real happy with the, with the way at least one of them turned out anyway. That's the cool thing about digital cameras anyway, you know, where you don't have to worry about, you know, back in the day when, you know, it, I'm sure a lot of some of you is like film. What is film? It's like eh, no, yeah. It used to come in little rolls that were, you know, you had 24 pictures that you took and you had 24 chances to screw it up. Uh, you know, with digital cameras, <laughs> the beautiful thing is, uh, you know, I can take hundreds of photos, and if I get a half dozen that uh, that I'm happy with. Uh, that are okay. I'm like, yeah, and you know, the ratios are are way off. If if you're into photography, you know what I mean. It's like you can take hundred, you know, as long as you've got cards, you can fill them up very quickly with uh, with a lot of photos and a lot of bad photos as well. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm digressing here. That's just the photographer in me. Um, but yeah, you, you, you know, like I said, have that camera ready. Um, if you maybe get an action shot of the of landing the fish, hey, that's cool too. Um, but once the fish is landed, you know, you got to think time here. Um, this is where maybe thinking just a little bit ahead of time uh, comes into play. And you know, we've all seen those pictures in the magazines where the you know, open any of them up, uh, look online. You know what I'm talking about. Um, We've all seen them, and you can have, you know, you can get creative and have some fun with with the photos, but for the most part, copy what you see in the magazines. That's probably the best bit of advice. You know why? Because it works. That's what, A, people expect, and B, that's because, you know, that's what the photo should be, you know, that, that's what the photo needs to look like. Um, you know, it, it just... You know, get at least one sort of typical shot of fish and fishermen um, before you get all uh, all artsy, craftsy, creative with the camera there. Um, you know, if it's a nice sunny day too, you know, don't have the poor guy face into the sun so he squints. You know, 
Maybe find a little shaded area where, you know, don't have to do that or, or your child, however. Um, you know. Also, you know, either have the fisherman lose the ball cap for the picture or at least at a minimum, <clears throat> tilt it back so you can see the face. Um, again, this is where that flash comes in handy to kind of fill in some of those dark spots I'm, uh, or shaded spots, I should say, uh, that, that I mentioned before. Uh, you know, you kind of want to watch for shadows that would distract the eye. Um, ideally, uh, you know, find some kind of neutral background that doesn't distract from your subjects. Um, you know, if you're in a boat, uh, you know, you just kind of get the blue sky behind you. You know, that's just sort of a, a, a neutral background that's not distracting or anything. Um, things along those lines. You know, you don't want a tree growing out of the back of someone's head. Let's put it that way. That's probably the easiest way to describe it there. I, you know, because, um, yeah, you just want to avoid weird things sticking up out of the backs of people's heads and uh, it just looks goofy. Um one other thing, too, uh, one way to avoid that problem is just to, to get in close and zoom the lens out as wide as possible. The more you fill the frame with fish and fishermen, the less you have to worry about distracting objects. Uh, and that's also, uh, it also reduces the possibility of cutting out parts of the picture that, um, since you're taking a picture maybe in a, a moving boat or something along those lines, <coughs> And again, this goes back to one of the things that's nice about digital cameras versus back in the old days with film. You know, you can look at the picture right away and say, oh, this worked, this didn't, uh, it was out of focus, what have you, and take another one. You know, you can instantly tell what the picture is uh, going to work or not. So, But once you've got, you know, your saver pictures, then if you want to get creative with, uh, with the fisher fisherman, or both, you can do that. Um, especially if, you know, you see a lot of pictures of trout with, with the fly stuck in the corner of their mouth. Yeah, get that kind of a picture if you want. Um, you know, that's always a cool picture. I always like seeing that one, especially, you know, it's nice, you know, a nice, healthy-looking trout. That's cool. Uh, the other thing, too, is if you want to have the fish appear bigger than it is, <laughs> If you're doing a bluegill, okay, yeah, it's kind of a stretch, but maybe you got a walleye or something, you know. But anyway, uh, you can have some fun with it. There's a little trick to that as well. Have the fishermen, you know, don't have them cradle the fish. Have the, have them kind of hold the fish away from their body a little bit and toward the camera. Uh, that makes the fish look a little bit bigger, you know. If you want, uh, and the other thing too, you know, and I mentioned trout a moment ago too. If you want to get close-ups of, of the beautiful colors of a bluegill or a trout, do it right after it's caught. Many times, uh, those sort of brilliant hues will fade right after the fish has died, um, or you know, is you know, if you're keeping it, of course. Um, you know, again, some of those the pictures of, of trout. And, and I think for the most part, they're all catch and release. But, I mean, you, you, know, you get that colorful, uh, those, those colors just tend to pop sometimes. You know, you get the sun just hitting it right and everything. Uh, beautiful. Uh, but, yeah, you know, maybe you set them up. You know, if you're going to keep it, set it on the grass or something and maybe lay the fly rod next to it or 
what have you. Um, it's a nice natural looking picture. In short, if you uh, are looking for some inspiration or some ideas, you know, just you know, go online, look at the the, the fishing websites, uh, look at you know, fishing magazines, uh, outdoors magazines. You know, those guys are pros. They know what they're doing, and they know what uh, they know what looks good, and know what knows what works. You know, and the thing is too, you know, even with the phone, you know. You can take a pretty darn good picture. Some of these phones these days, you know, the, the quality of the, the, the pictures that you can take are just spectacular, you know. Are you going to be able to recreate what you see in, like, uh, in the professional fishing magazines? Uh, probably not, but uh, there's, there's more to it, a little bit more to it than that. But you know what? You can get pretty darn close. And if it's your kid, that's what you're focused on anyway. So that's... Uh, just some fun. But, yeah, like I said, it's just you're helping to make some memories. That's uh, that's the, the long and the short of it here. i got to take another break. Be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors. Stick around. Got a few minutes left to go in the show. Back in a flash on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.